0: Thomas Pippolo, and Ryan Aquino. Another week, another dub for Team Aquino. We're 4-0. We can't be stopped. Doesn't matter if I put up 101 points, which I just did, I will sneak out a victory. I'm 4-0. I can't be stopped.
1: Nobody gives a fuck about your fantasy team, Ryan.
0: Everyone loves my— Nobody I'm getting national fuck. feedback on my fantasy team and, and all my picks and all my decisions and all my startup sit Getting national feedback, so everyone cares. Nobody gives a Pip, fuck. you're wrong. Nobody gives a fuck. Everyone cares. Let's get into it, man. 4 baby. What are we
1: talking about
0: today? So, we just got the week four recap, baby. Um, I was at the Giants game. How was that? It was fucking electric. I almost had to bring rubber gloves because any time I touched the metal pole in front of me, that was the guardrail. I almost just fucking lost it. (laughs) It was fucking awesome. What? What that I was so mean? fucking hyped. Tell me, when's the last time we've had a beautiful day at MetLife, fresh off a win, knowing we're gonna win this one, and we smack a divisional I opponent? When's the last time? No, when's the last no. time that
1: happened? I legitimately felt like we were gonna win that game from the second it started, throughout the whole, whole four, all four quarters. Like that's never happened before.
0: That Danny Dimes opening drive that was gorgeous. Nice little toss. To Wayne Gallman in the right side of the end zone, beautiful toss. He, he came back down. Doesn't matter the if way, it's though. a five yard out. It was gorgeous. He
1: Came back down to life a little bit. Didn't look as sharp, but
0: he looked awful he, on those two interceptions. I was like, oh my god, those were fucking rookie legs. tosses. The Biggest thing is
1: he uses his legs. Third down, get it, picks up a first down, keeps the chains moving, keeps the drives alive, keeps the defense off the field because that's the shittiest part of their team. So as little as they can be on the field, that they have a higher chance of winning. They don't look that bad. I don't know, so,
0: man. people are starting to murmur, is Daniel Jones a better runner than Michael Vick was? And the answer is yes, he is better. He's a lot better. And I don't see any you know, suspensions coming from dog abuse anytime soon. So, you think he he's is- here for the long haul. I think he's awesome. His legs are talking all for him. And he's coming into the game. With the attire, exactly a replica of Elon Manning. It looks exactly like they're, him. It's they're crazy. They're literally clones. It's fucking crazy. They look exactly alike. They're clones.
1: What did you think about fucking Dwayne Hat? J- Jay Gruden's got to go. I mean, that guy's still Jay the head Jay Gruden coach. does have to go. If that guy's still the head coach by the end of this week, I don't know. No, but,
0: like, that's, that's where I disagree with you, though. I really never agree with firing a head coach midseason unless they actually could turn it around and make the playoffs. Like, here's exactly what's going to happen. And this is the same it's thing I said about the Mets. Show, like, man. everyone wanting to fire Mickey Callaway, everyone thinking that Jay Gruden should be fired right now, it's bullshit because you know what? Any coach in America outside of maybe Bill Belichick comes into Washington, they still suck, They don't make the playoffs. And then you're starting next year with the feeling that your head coach loses as well.
1: Here's the thing. So why
0: not just suck all of this year, bring in a new head coach, start Dwayne Haskins next year, and give the team a little bit more of a fire next year and a belief they can actually win games?
1: Here's the thing. I I think the reason why—it's just not a good fit anymore. Jay Gruden and the ownership, which— is god awful. Their ownership awful. is on par with if not it's worse Dan than Stan Snyder, right? Yeah, if not worse than James Dolan. Like the the two of those franchises yeah, are It's bad. The worst in sports in my opinion. But I think it's just it's it's gone. It's gone bad. It's gone sour. Jay Gruden did not want to draft Dwayne Haskins. He didn't want him. Ownership made him draft him. And that's why I think he threw him in when he was he wasn't he's clearly not ready to play. The guy is not ready to play. And And that
0: just shows the – exactly. You're exactly right. That just shows how dysfunctional the fucking organization is just because – so really good organizations give their quarterbacks time to prep and be ready to go in. Sometimes the starting quarterback gets hurt. There's nothing you can do about it. They have to go in. And some like as you've seen with Tom Brady before when Bledsoe got hurt against the Jets back in 2000 – Sometimes bad situations like that happen, but when there's absolutely nothing wrong with Case Keenum, you're playing a divisional opponent that's hot right now away, and you just decide to throw him in in the second quarter because your current quarterback sucks? It didn't that's come, fucking I, I'm not, awful. I,
1: I think Jay Gruden's actually not a bad coach, but I'm, I'm just saying that the situation has just gone so bad. They're so far apart coaching, coaching-wise and front office-wise. It didn't come from Jay Gruden that Dwayne Haskins played. He was getting pressured by the front office Dan Schneider to play the guy and Jay Gruden said screw it I'll show you guys he's not ready and sure as hell he did not look ready he looked god awful I,
0: I don't think that that's a move you make as a head coach I don't think you put a guy in to, yeah, show, jo- to show the front office hey he's not ready no, like I told you so jo- he's going to suck
1: Ryan if you're been, if you're getting pressured you are getting pressured by your boss the front office Dan Schneider the owner why wouldn't you you're you're showing him that you're right by by playing him. You know he's not going to succeed. That's why he's doing it. He didn't want it. He didn't want to pick him anyway.
0: So- you believe that coaches sabotage their teams and their players a little bit more often than I do. I don't. That's think a, that's a sabotage move, and I don't think he was trying to do I that. Think I think sab- he was. I, t- I think he was sick of hearing about Dwayne Hask- Haskins. Uh, not Kirk. I always call him Kirk because he's wearing number eight for the Redskins. He looks exactly like Kirk Cousins. Case Keenum was sucking balls out there. So he was like, screw it. This game's over. Might as well give the young guy a shot. That's what I'm and obviously I'm he didn't succeed.
1: You, I'm telling you the reason, the only reason why Dwayne Haskins played. And you, you said it. He, he's, has He's not prepared. He wasn't ready. They didn't give him. I don't think he had any reps with the first team throughout the whole season. He didn't. He didn't. He's not ready. Jay Gruden threw him in there to show the front office. This guy isn't fucking ready. That's why I haven't played him. That's why he, he didn't even get a sniff to start the season. He looked like shit in preseason. He's obviously not showing anything in practice. The guy had fucking three interceptions. He looked god-awful. He looked awful.
0: I think a huge part of it is the position he was put in.
1: I understand that, but I'm just... Uh, but no, but if he was even remotely ready, he would he would at least be getting some reps with, reps with the first team. He didn't show anything in the preseason that would say that he should start.
0: I agree with you. It's just that, you know, good organizations give their quarterbacks the best position to be successful when they go out there, and that is actually the active opposite of what the Washington Redskins Ryan, did with Dwayne Haskins. When you
1: do, put your put yourself in jo- in Jay Gruden's shoes, if you didn't want to draft this guy, you wanted to draft somebody else, whether it's defense or offense, to help improve your team, which they could have. I think they had like the twelfth or fourth, whatever. They had the twelfth. Did fifteenth pick. They probably could have got a player that significantly impacted their team this year. And you had the front office pressuring you to get a quarterback. And you didn't want to take a quarterback. They take Dwayne Haskins. He obviously doesn't want the guy. It's not his guy. You know what I mean? He's, he's going to show... He's going to try to put the guy... Uh, unfortunately, he's going to put the guy in a bad position, which obviously he did. Which proves my point. Why? No other... Co- he's not a dumbass. Like, Jay Gruden knows what he's doing. He would have the guy prepared if he wanted to play him. He's doing it, I'm telling you, on purpose... To show front office, look, this fucking guy isn't ready. But that's my. I, do you I, know
0: who? Do you know who the the Redskins are playing next week? Colt McCoy. No, not their quarterback. Do you know who their opponent oh. is next week? No, I don't. They're playing against the Patriots. Oh, geez. If you want to show your front office that this guy sucks, it was the wrong move. I'm a good coach, and if you listen to me, things would have been better. You you start him his first start against the Patriots. Think, that's that's what will? you're gonna do. I think he's going to play. I don't think they're. I, I think they've already kind of snipped yeah, Case Keenum. Do, yeah, There's no reason back. to take. They both played horribly. The season's over. They're zero four. They're looking awful. I think you play him again. I don't see why not. I mean, the only the only reason I wouldn't ever start a quarterback like him that's a rookie is if his offensive line is atrocious and he's getting mauled back there. And that's really not the case in Washington. Their their line isn't playing well. They're not playing well enough to like have an active. Offensive scheme, like where they're running the ball successfully and they're throwing the ball successfully, but the quarterback's not getting crushed out there. Yeah. So his, it's not like his health is in danger. You throw him out there against against New England and you see what how he does. And it doesn't matter who they put in; they're going to suck. I, just give, just give uh, Haskins the experience. This
1: this week was very interesting. On top of the Giants catching another, it was belt. a shit show. Yeah. This week, this two, week was two ridiculous. big shockers. I mean, we'll get to all the, all the games, but two big shockers.
0: There was more than two, to be uh, honest. Yeah, two
1: really big shockers. Like the the top tier shockers were the Browns beating the Ravens, not just beating them, crushing them, forty to twenty five. And then the freaking let's get let's let's start with that I'll one. Start let's start with, start that, with one. that one. Yeah,
0: let's start with that. So Browns coming into the Ravens. You knew, wait, and you knew,
1: you knew Baker was gonna have a good game. Rex Ryan went at him in the media this week, basically saying if I was the defensive coordinator, this guy would have no shot. He's so overrated. And uh, hey, look. Baker Mayfield put way too much attention on him in the offseason. Way too much attention.
0: Where I agree he, with you.
1: And uh, he kind of he kind of asked for it. But I think Baker likes – I said this on, on last week's podcast, or, or last week's episode, that Baker likes his back up against the wall when people are doubting him, yada, yada, yada. And I knew he was going to have a good game. You just absolutely knew it. Baker had an unbelievable comeback when he said, I don't care about Rex Ryan. He ain't wearing our colors, orange and brown. And last time I checked, he ain't wearing any colors. So that was a, he went right at Rex Ryan's throat. But he, uh, he proved Rex Ryan wrong this week. He played really good. He went 20 for 30 with 342 yards, one touchdown pass, one interception. I don't know. He just made plays. He made solid plays. He dished the ball around to everybody. The big thing here is that Odell only had two catches, and they still fucking blew out the Ravens. They blew
0: him out. This Nick, is Nick Chubb, this know, kind of performance, game. exactly. This kind of performance could get me on the train of liking the Browns. Exactly. This this is the type of game that I want the Browns to play if they're gonna have me as a fan. Like, I mean, obviously I don't give a fuck if I'm a fan. I'm just saying I like a game where Baker's not really talking. He's only talking where someone's attacking him and he's just defending himself, man, which I would fun. do the same exact I no thing. I don't that, have a man. problem with that whatsoever. So Baker's not really talking shit. That's just out of his ass for no reason. He's just saying what he needs to say, responding to people who are attacking him. He's playing a good game. Nick Chubb is balling out, and Odell was useless. Jarvis Landry had a great game, over 160 yards receiving. He was awesome. They got my boy Ricky Seals-Jones in there for a touchdown, who's been an underrated receiving tight end for years. And finally, hopefully, maybe the injury to Njoku lets him shine a little bit. And Nick Chubb, once again, I mean, the guy was awesome. He had twenty rushes for one hundred and sixty-five yards and three touchdowns. It would just, be, it's he just, was going to be interesting. Awesome.
1: It's going to be interesting to see though if this keeps up. Where, and I think it's just a matter of of dishing the ball around and trying to get it to everybody. And obviously, the Ravens secondary is very good. They were probably keying on Odell. I think a couple of passes that went to Seals Jones was because the second guy on on that was covering Seals went to cover Odell and left him wide open. So Odell yeah. is drawing coverage, obviously, but if this keeps up, do you think that Odell is going to be able to stay with that team mentality and keep the Browns rolling? like do you see it like going bad like it did with the Giants?
0: In all honesty, this is like this is su- you're right. it's such an interesting scenario because this has never happened. The Giants have been good one year that they had Odell, and pretty much the entire year it was all about him. It was about himself. So you can't really tell me that he was too, too team-oriented that year. And the other years, he was all about himself because they were losing. So the real test to see his character, and we've seen it a million times. I'm not convinced that he's a good team player in the slightest. But the good test to see is if the Browns keep rolling, they keep winning these games by 15 points against really good teams, and he's silent. How much of a team player is he going to be then? And I know he hasn't said anything yet, but I'm sure it's going to get frustrating in a couple weeks down the line if that's if this narrative continues. There's
1: no way if it continues he's going to be able... They're going to have to get him the ball early in the game to, to make him at least happy throughout the game. There, there's no way that this can... can and that is no
0: exactly... That's exactly why I lost zero sleep when the Giants traded Odell Beckham. <laughs> I can't stand him. I can't stand any player... In baseball, they go 0 for 4. Your team wins by 2 and they're pissed. Basketball, they usually score 25 points a game. They scored 12. Your team won by 10 points and they're pissed. Wide receiver gets two receptions for 20 yards. You guys win by 15 points. They're pissed. You don't need that type of player in your locker room. And I'm so glad the Giants got rid of him. I know that they're looking for a heavy receiver like him to come in there and ball and really help them in those close games. But locker room-wise, building a new team-wise, I have not lost a minute of sleep that Odell's not in their locker room I anymore. I
1: mean, the Browns are in first place now. Talk about It's crazy, I know. That was a must-win game, though. If they lost that game, I thought their
0: season was over absolutely it's it's not that it was over it's just that it was nah, a it definite was, it hit. was
1: over it would have been a fucking dumpster fire if that if well if they
0: go ahead. into if they go into san francisco next week on monday night and win i mean that could that would have made them two and three so they're no and jo- then, i mean
1: they're no joke their defense is really really good their pass rush is one of the best in the league if not the their best defense
0: league. played a good game i think they had a good defensive scheme against lamar jackson who actually still played well but um I I'm, he I'm, miss I'm not daughter. convinced that the Browns are going to be good every single week. I
1: agree. It's going to blow up. It's going to blow up again. I mean, it's just it's going to blow up again. Odell, the personalities are just way too much there. To, I agree. Next successful. game, we
0: got Atlanta Falcons are this is quick and easy and over. Um this is a very simple game. Um, even though I took the Falcons last week, it doesn't shock me in the slightest that they got blown out by two touchdowns at home just because, I mean, they're done. You they're absolutely do- Matt Ryan need to, f- done.
1: What, what happened? It's now? not
0: even Matt Ryan. I'm sure, I'm sure if they still had Kyle Shanahan as their offensive coordinator, he'd be thrown for 400 yards and four touchdowns every game. Like it's, you got to fire Dan Quinn. He's done. He's been nothing without Kyle Shanahan. They suck. The Titans, this is a classic victory for them because everyone thought they sucked after losing Thursday night football last week. Oh, wait, was it? No, no, no! After losing to the um, who they lose to in week three? They, yeah, after getting blown out yeah, on Thursday night Jaguars. football by the ja- by the Jaguars, yeah. they, everyone thought they were done. This is a sneaky one o'clock non nationally televised game where they just sneak out a blowout yeah. against what should have been a good team. Classic game. The fucking Falcons are done. They suck. They're done. They're, they're I'm over with them. Absolutely done. But I want to get.
1: I want to get to the other shocker. This might have been the biggest shocker of the day. The Bucks. Being the Rams fifty-five to forty, they put up fifty-five points against the Rams.
0: Are you kidding me? Where did this come from? The crazy thing is, is <laughs> what Jared Goff threw for five hundred and seventeen yards and didn't play well. <laughs> I know. That's literally so hard to do. How does that? He threw for two passing touchdowns, three interceptions. He got sacked he threw the twice. Ball sixty-eight times. He threw the ball sixty-eight
1: times. We'll get to the bu- we'll get to the Bucks after the Bucks. This is a
0: classic game. This is a classic game where if you look at the stats, you're like, Jared Goff's a stud. He threw for over five hundred yards. Like you didn't watch the game nah, if but you I, think Jared Goff think, had a good game.
1: No, but I don't think it's Jared Goff. It's the elephant in the room here is that Todd Gurley is no longer Todd Gurley.
0: No, they only ran the ball to him five times. I, think I don't he had care. Actually-
1: There's a reason for that. If you're only giving him the ball five times. The guy is not Todd Gurley. He's not he's not healthy. Or he's not now, he's I never agree going with to be back to himself. They,
0: they gave up 28 points in the first half. They were losing 28 to 17 very quick. So that it's not like they were in the super control the clock run the ball situation and I know I agree with you. I don't think they run the ball 5 times if Todd Gurley is as healthy as he was in week four last year. Five times, Ryan. I agree with you, but he still looked very good. He was in most of the plays. He had seven receptions for 54 yards. He also had two touchdowns on the ground. Out of his five rushes, two of those were touchdowns. So I think he had a good game. I just think they need if they're going to be that Super Bowl winning team, they need to get back to the 20 rushing attempts with Gurley. They need to.
1: Jared Goff is not that good of a quarterback that he, he can just drop back and chuck the ball on the field. He needs to be playing off that that play action pass throwing the ball down the field he needs that run game for them to be successful i think they'll figure it out i think mcveigh mcveigh is a genius he's, just,
0: he's awesome he's awesome i mean, love to, love sean McVay. they're gonna
1: figure it out but the bucks what the
0: i mean Jameis had a day Jameis tore heck? that defense up and it's not even i mean like yeah he had he, he threw very well but a lot of those touchdowns like that mike evans bomb touchdown late in the game he's wide open yeah like, I don't know what Marcus Peters is doing. He, he wasn't within 10 yards of him, and he was covering a man-to-man. I don't understand.
1: I, I just can't believe, after watching, obviously we watched the Bucks play a whole game last week against the Giants. I mean, are the Giants legit? I mean,
0: <laughs> the fucking... This is, I know by extension, the Giants just beat the Bucks. The Bucks just beat the rams but you can't do anything like that like extending wins and stuff like that i i'm pretty sure at this point in time if the if the giants play the rams they get smacked right now
1: i don't know I i don't know i where do you think the defense with the rams didn't show up because they just were on the field constantly
0: that's dude when you throw the ball 68 times you're not exactly helping your defense out yeah. Your def- defense is love when offensive, when their own offense runs the ball, they eat up that clock, they give them a little breathing room on the sideline, they come back in, their legs are fresh, and then they can work. That's how guys like Aaron Donald have three sacks a game. I agree. When you throw the ball 68 times, that's not helping your I mean, defense out. And I, I, I you know that though. it worked, they put up 40 points. I know that, I mean, yeah, but. You got to run the ball more if you're going to seriously be, be considered a Super Bowl winner. Because everyone knows they're an NFC Championship team. Right. That's what everyone knows that. They it's are, just right? getting they're... over that hump and maybe beating the Patriots or the Chiefs in the actual Super Bowl. Who do you Bowl think? Who do you
1: think that? Who do you think is the class of the NFC?
0: Who do I think will make the NFC Championship? Yeah.
1: Who do you think is the best in the NFC?
0: Right now, what I hope and what I think actually will happen, it, it, I think it's going to come down to. To two of three teams. The three teams that are, that will that will own the NFC championship game will be the Packers, the Saints, or the Rams. And that's, I mean, oh, like it was Saints-Rams last year. That's not a very sexy pick. And I don't care if it is. I think that's what's going to happen. And the Packers are looking really good this year. I'm not too worried about their loss to the Eagles because one, that's nationally televised games. Crazy shit happens in those all the time. And you know what? I think their defense just had a bad game why against is, a very why hungry is Eagles team.
1: so obsessed. I'm surprised. I mean, I agree with you, but I'm surprised you didn't say the Eagles because everybody else and their mother is saying that the Eagles are the class of the NFC. I just don't no.
0: see it. I no, they're just not the same team with Carson Wentz. I've said this a million times. I don't think that Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Nick Foles. But the, the Eagles just play better with Nick Foles. They do. They. It's just a little extra fire that they bring, a little more intensity. They always had that with Nick Foles when he was in the game, and they just kind of seem like a little lackluster when Carson Wentz is in there. I don't know why, but that's the way it is. That's what it seems like I mean, to me. I mean,
1: everybody's so obsessed with the talent they have on the roster, but at the same time, you get, the talent's got to perform at some point. I know they had a great game on Thursday night, but I don't know. I don't. I don't see it personally. I think... If the Saints are are winning games without Drew Brees, I mean, that defense looks unbelievable. Let's get to that game. The Cowboys-Saints last night. The, ca- the Saints beat yeah, the Cowboys. jumping all over Who the place. we got to go, go 1
0: o'clock games, 4 yeah, o'clock yeah, games, yeah, and yeah, then we go players, nationally televised games. We
1: do whatever the fuck we want on here.
0: No, apparently you do because I'm on a schedule over here, yeah, and I'm, I'm I didn't scrambling. Get, scrambling. I didn't get
1: sent that schedule. We're going Saints-Cowboys 12-10. to 10. The Saints beat the Cowboys. A good old-fashioned football game. Low scoring. Man, oh, man. This was a rare occasion. It was a good game. This was a,
0: very rarely, very, very rarely do you see a 12-10 very watchable football game. True. This game it was, was awesome. Yeah, it was a good game. It was incredibly watchable. I, I liked what Teddy Bridgewater did. I, I mean, I know I said a couple weeks ago he sucked, but he did exactly what he needed to do. He threw he threw one pick and, you know, it's, I mean— if you're going to tell me that he's only going to throw one pick in a four-quarter game against the Cowboys defense, sign me up for that. He was 23 for 30. It's a great completion percentage, 193 yards and no touchdowns, but he didn't need any. You know, All he needed to do was to secure the football. He only had one turnover, and to, and to be honest, his offensive line was awful for him. He got sacked five times. Yeah, he, was,
1: he was kind of running for his life the whole game.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I but think I he know, did what he had to do, the only thing that's, and the only he was th- effective. The
1: only thing that worries me about the Saints is... I don't understand why. I know I have Kamara. You're gonna say, "Oh, you have Kamara on your fantasy team," but I, that guy is electric. I don't understand why he's not on the field every fucking play. They don't feed him the ball
0: enough. That's I the only I thing understand that me. you, but he's the, he's their team, and you can't get him another hurt. thing. And obviously that Sean, Pay, obviously Sean Payton isn't clairvoyant. But again, if you were to tell me that he's only getting 17 carries and they're gonna be three and one. Sign me up for it. I do not want Alvin Kamara burned by the playoffs, yeah, no, and that's what that's, that's what, what happened is, with Gurley last year. Yeah. That's exactly what happened with Gurley yeah, probably, last year. Smart. He's still that's struggling that's from point. that. Solid point, right? I go. think they need to use Latavius Murray a lot more. He's the best backup running back in the NFL, and ah. it's not close. I th- who else is Wayne Gallman? <laughs> oh, shut up, Pip. Oh my God, you you
1: tell me Wayne Jesus. Gallman didn't look good.
0: He looked great in a passing scheme against a like mm-hmm. arguably the second worst team in the NFL. Okay, we'll see. But I'm, I'm that, saying that Latavius York, Murray yeah, no, is a is. starting He's good. He's good. running back that's not starting. He's awesome, and you got to give him more than but four that Saints, rushing attempts. That
1: Saints defense is no joke, no joke. What do you yeah. th- what do you think about the Cowboys? That they kind of it was kind of weird. They it's, threw the ball way too much. I, I, they didn't they didn't give the ball to Zeke enough, in my opinion. I mean, they couldn't really get anything out of him, really. But. It
0: didn't seem like they were trying, yeah. though. Like, they never ran two legit run plays in a row. Dak th- I mean, Dak threw 33 times, so that's like not like a crazy amount. But,
1: but that Zeke had eight, 18
0: rushing attempts for 35 yards, and they were sporadic run plays. I just didn't agree with their scheme. I think Jason Garrett's awful. I think he needs to be out of there. I think if you had an actually good coach in there, they'd be an easy Super Bowl appearance team at most years their team is awesome they got a great offensive line great running back really good quarterback good receivers great defense they got it all they just haven't done shit because jason Garrett sucks and oh, it's
1: just the cowboys curse. i think it's i think it's the cowboys curse they're gonna find a way to screw it up they always do Watch. Th-
0: well the cowboy curse has start, It started with wade phillips back when eli was tearing him up in the playoffs yeah. but like now there's no excuse. I mean, Jason Garrett took over years ago. And he hasn't team, done man. anything. They have
1: the team. That defense is very good. Their offense should be good. I mean, they have been good. But this is the first good team that they played. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe. They're... I didn't
0: think exact. I didn't think in the Dak and Zeke era that that team would be a defensive defensive oriented team with their. Offense needing to pick it up. Yeah. I mean, that's what we saw last night. Their offense needs to perform, and they need to produce more than they did last night if they want a serious shot at I don't the Super know. The Bowl Saints, this
1: year. The Saints, the Saints, squeaking that one out, man. It 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 bodes well for them because Drew Brees is coming back. Oh, they're looking nice. Yeah, if they could go four, and, if they could go four and two in those six, seven games, whatever it is, seven weeks, he comes back. I mean, man, they're they're sitting pretty. What's the next game? we want? What's the next game to go out?
0: Patriots Bills. This is a heartbreaker. This one was really tough. I
1: don't see... See, I don't, I don't get what you see in Josh Allen. I think he's a... a it's certain... not
0: Josh Allen. What, what do you see? It in... really isn't. Jo- I see... I, li- I really, really like Sean McDermott. I think he's doing a phenomenal job with his defense. And I think he's getting the most out of Josh Allen athletically. But at some point, you got to realize this RPO offense where he's run the ball every other play isn't going to yeah, work for them actually having a serious shot in he, the playoffs. He, he, he's got to stay in the pocket and throw the football. Okay, a even lot of when those. He did.
1: He missed. The guy has a bazooka, a bazooka for an arm, but he has no fucking touch. He has zero feel, zero, zero chill, zero feel. He has a fucking cannon, but he can't. He has no touch. He can't throw it in the garbage pail. You know, the drill. I think where it's throw really it up tough. And you got to drop it in the garbage pail. He has no fucking I, touch. He, th- I agree, he overthrows but I think, receivers by 10 yards. I don't agree
0: with the no touch thing. He has no touch. But I, think, I think it's very tough to have touch and to be a pocket passer and to throw that deep ball effectively when you're in and out of RPO run-pass option plays every other play where you're faking a handoff and running for it's eight yards they and getting know, cracked.
1: Again, it's because they know he can't fucking throw the
0: ball. I don't think—I think I disagree with you. They but, had the and, same exact offense—they had the same exact offense— when Tyrod Taylor was there and they didn't change it whatsoever when he got there. Well, because they're trying I think to be a team that I really do think the one the flaw.
1: Plays good defense. That's what I think
0: do. the one flaw of their coaching is that they need to play to Josh Allen's bazooka. He's got an arm just as good as Patrick Mahomes. Doesn't mean he's as good with the touch.
1: With the ball. Okay, but let him air he's, it out a couple he, times and let let the name, defense
0: actually think that you it's you a possibility that he's fucking, going deep.
1: If you mention his name in the same breath as Patrick Mahomes again. I'm turning off my microphone and leaving this fucking podcast.
0: Well, Think- let's see if that actually comes to fruition because he's got just as good an, of an arm as Patrick fucking
1: Mahomes. Fucking Jamarcus Russell had just as good of an arm as Patrick Mahomes. What the fuck okay, happened Okay, that's a
0: conversation we can have. I'm In no conversation am I saying he's better than him. I'm saying he has... An arm that can throw the ball 80 yards down it the field. So does Bash Mahomes. It doesn't mean
1: shit if you have no touch. If you don't. Have it touch.
0: also doesn't mean shit if you don't run deep ball plays. They did. They you haven't watched the game. They, oh, he overthrew. I did watch the game. He
1: overthrew receivers by five to ten yards on deep balls almost every time. He's no. He, they were wide open. He has no fucking feel. Zero feel. It let's
0: also talk would about, help let's if talk Cole about Beasley wasn't his best let's receiver. That would goat. help a
1: lot. Let's talk about the goat, Bill Belichick. The best. He is the greatest coach of all time. And you want to know why? Forget everything that he's already done. This guy, he loses his defensive coordinator. He loses his head honchos on the defensive side. He takes over the defensive side of the ball. And what do you know? They are the number one defense in the league. They look like one of the best defenses of all time. They've scored more points defensively than they've let up. Are you kidding me? It's the NFL. They're looking
0: damn fine. They're still not as good as the Bears defense, but... They're awesome.
1: They're unbelievable. I mean, what? There. This guy is. This guy is unbelievable. He's the best coach of all time. And if you, if anybody says anything different, you don't know what the fuck you're watching.
0: This is a game. I know Tom Brady is 42 years old, so it's tough to just make this the game of the argument. But I don't really understand the people who think that Bill Belichick wouldn't have been successful if he had another quarterback. I just don't understand. Obviously, it's a perfect marriage. Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. Bill Belichick's the best coach of all time. I'm just saying that Bill Belichick's a better coach relative to Tom Brady being a quarterback. I think he's by far and away the best coach of all time. There's no one even close. And there are guys who won maybe just as many Super Bowls as quarterback of the Patriots. And
1: people say Tom Brady didn't play well. First of all, that Bill's defense is legit. Second of all, I think he honestly just didn't want to make a mistake because he knew that the Bill's offense had zero shot. The well, his completion defense.
0: percentage was under fifty yeah. percent. He threw the ball thirty nine times. It's not like he didn't throw the ball. But I'm just—he was eighteen for thirty nine with one hundred and fifty yards. What I'm yards saying is, I don't pick. think he, he was just taking that well. extra
1: risk. Yeah, he didn't play great, but I don't think he was taking that extra risk to put them, that offense in harm's way. Maybe they get a pick six or something because he knew that that Bills def- that Bills offense was not going to do shit against their their defense. In my opinion,
0: I don't know. We told you take the under. This was a lock for the under. It was 26 points total. The one thing that Bills fans should take away from this game is that they threw four interceptions. Wait, let me say let me check that. Yeah, four interceptions. They gave up a touchdown on a punt re- no, a blocked punt return for a touchdown, and they only lost by six points to the Patriots. That is a very positive way to look at it. If they cut down the turnovers, if they cut this bullshit with the pop, the blocked punts return for touchdowns, they win that game. And I know that's frustrating to think back, and maybe we could be four zero. Don't think about that. Think about the future. Cut down the interceptions. Cut down the bullshit special teams touchdowns, and you'll win that game.
1: Maybe I don't. So that's that.
0: looking forward for the they Bills. They fucking
1: suck. Am I? I don't think
0: they're. They're not going to. They suck. They're not making. Just, their their defense is unbelievable.
1: They're, gonna, they're not getting the wild card. Come on. They're not gonna get all. They're making the playoffs. No, you not. mark my words.
0: No, yes, they they're are. Not. Let's go to the Chiefs Lions game. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes, and boy was I like this game is <laughs> this game is so strange to look at. I don't think it's strange at all. Numbers wise, how is it not strange? Explain to me.
1: I, I thought I expected this to happen. I thought Matt Patricia was gonna ha- have a game plan for Patty Mahomes, and he did.
0: You so so in a game that's thirty four to thirty, Chiefs win in Detroit. You expected, out of those 34 points, Patrick Mahomes to account for zero touchdowns. No, but I... Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's so fucking weird. I
1: knew that... Obviously, I thought he was going to have a decent... I mean, he didn't play bad. He used his legs. Thank God he used his legs, or else they would have lost the game.
0: Yeah, he ran for 54 yards on six attempts. His long rush was 25 yards. That was awesome. LaShawn McCoy had a very effective game on the ground, only... Eleven yeah. rushes for him, but fifty-six yards and a t- and a touchdown. Um, Lions, he also was good, effective in the through. air. Did you see Pip? Did you see the the Travis Kelsey, Kelsey yeah, catch that in the was air? Crazy. Flip to if they start doing that, it's over for the Patriots. That's, if that's they not, will beat them. If
1: that's not that's the mo- that's the biggest football play I've ever like the that was fucking that's just a pure awesome. football play like.
0: That's a heads you know up. I mean? We're better yeah. than you. We're a much better football team. We're all smarter than you. Football play by Kelsey. That was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. awesome. That was sick and and great by um by McCoy to be right there for him too. He knew exactly what he was doing. That was awesome. <laughs> he didn't know he was
1: he didn't know he was going to do that. But he was right I know, there, that was and a, ready that for was it. I'm just saying, football. a lot of guys
0: probably would have been startled by agree, that fumble. That was a and pure was right football
1: there. play. Like if you talk like, oh, he's just so tight. No, he's a football player first. Like that guy is a stud. He's a fucking stud. But in terms of the Lions, the Lions came out and they played their Gasta. They're for real. They played man. their off. They're fucking good. Off. They dude. played
0: their gastanias
1: off. However I loved it. However, they kinda blew it. They kinda blew it. Fumbled. They
0: did, but it's another thing. It's like it's the same kind of thought as the Bills game. Like I know they should have won the game and they had the game and they blew it. But looking forward into the future, into the next couple weeks, like they're a legit team. They had they had the Chiefs pinned down, and then they let them up. If they just continue to pound the gas pedal in the late quarter, late fourth quarter, they're going to win games. They're going to make the playoffs if they keep playing like I they agree. just did. I,
1: I think they will make the playoffs. Honestly, I think they're going to be a wild card team, one of the wild card teams. That'd
0: be. I'm a I'm a big Matt Stafford guy. He had a great game: 291 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, he had a big, and he, he had was a big, sacked four he had a big times.
1: F- he had a big fumble on the goal. Near to goal line.
0: I think Matt Stafford's for real. He had a good game. I think he's a playoff quarterback. They just need to have a team around him, which they seem to have right now. Things are looking fo- looking up for the Detroit Lions. Couldn't agree more. Next game, we had a just a terrible game in the Panthers-Texans. This game just stunk.
1: It wasn't a terrible game. It was unbelievable. What are you talking about? I want to know why? Why? Because Pip was right again. Oh, Kyle fuck up, fucking Allen. Kyle Allen... There is a quarterback controversy in
0: Carolina. I agree Kyle with
1: Kyle Allen is legit.
0: He is legit.
1: This guy it would have helped
0: him if he had a passing touchdown, but this guy's legit I agree with you. This guy's legit. I think he's better than Cam right now. He is better I think than Cam, Cam has to be absolutely hundred and ten percent to be better than Kyle Allen right now. And that's and that doesn't look like it's ever gonna be the case for him. I'm dead serious. I would not even bad an eyelash. If Cam Newton retired tomorrow, I think he's so done and it's not he's his not fault. Done. He's taken he's an absolute beating over the last eight years. He's gotten mauled I can and see... he's done. He can't throw the football anymore and he can't run anymore. So what's he going to do? I don't think,
1: I don't think that he's going to play. When, I, if I was a coach, I sure as hell wouldn't put him in. Even if he was healthy, Kyle Allen's playing great. That team is playing great. They're winning ball games when they shouldn't be. Well, they should be. They, they have a talented, really talented team. A lot of weapons. However, I can see them kind of doing like a, a co-quarterback thing where they put Cam Newton in for certain situations and plays. I think that could be pretty effective, honestly. But I don't know. I, it seems like they're going to put Cam Newton in when he's back, when he's healthy. But shit, if Kyle Allen keeps winning, there's going to be a problem in Carolina. It's a, I guess it's a good problem. I don't know if it's, there's any such thing as a good problem.
0: There's also going to be a problem if Deshaun Watson gets sacked six times every game. Yeah. He is get, he's getting fucking mauled back there. <laughs>
1: it's so sad. like
0: sacked. Can... And this is a mobile quarterback. Yeah. Like, imagine—I think Eli Manning would have been dead perished. for a he, couple months he if, he was, peri- if he was a Texan. He would have
1: perished on the turf. He would be dead.
0: He would be six feet under right now he'd if he perish. played for the, he'd, he'd like he He'd perish. What excuse do these five offensive linemen for the Texans have— If you have one of the most mobile quarterbacks in the league and he's getting sacked six times, De'Andre Hopkins is getting shit on because he's only getting five catches for 41 yards. Well, guess what? I'm sure Deshaun Watson would give him nine receptions if he had the time to throw the ball. This is ridiculous. This, This is a team that could actually compete with the Patriots in the AFC Championship if they had an offensive line. I guess we'll never know, or maybe we'll know in the future, But it's not what they have right now. This is so frustrating that they have a really good defense, such great offensive weapons. You got one of the best young quarterbacks in football, and their line can't do shit. This is exactly what me and Pip talk about in the offseason. You must prioritize the offensive line, and you must do it on draft day as well. Why do
1: teams teams go cheap on the offensive line? I I don't understand.
0: I guess the cheap – thought process with them is we've got a mobile enough quarterback where it's not going to matter, and guess what? It fucking does. He just got dropped six times the other day. That's unacceptable. That's like cut half the offensive linemen on your team and bring in the new guys, bring in the practice squad linemen. This is ridiculous. They would have won that game if they had a halfway decent offensive line.
1: I don't understand it. He's going to get hurt. He's not going to be there the whole season if this keeps up. He's not going to have a career if this keeps up. Plain and simple. He ain't going to be there. It's
0: not his fault. Deshaun Watson is awesome. He's electric. He's electric on the ground. Electric. He's got a, yeah, a cannon for an arm. He's got one of the best receivers in football. Maybe the best. And he can't do anything because he's got no line. I'm done with that game. It's just ridiculous. That was actually a very, very big win for the Panthers. Good for them. They're both at 500 now. Now a shocker. The Raiders come into Indianapolis yeah, what, and upset the Colts. What the, this, this is why I fucking love John Gruden. John Gruden's I the love man. this guy. This team sucks. Their offensive and defensive fronts both suck. And he comes out and puts up a scheme that just drops Indy in Indy. This game was awesome for Raiders fans unless you're a Avantes perfect fan in which case go fuck yourself because you're an asshole. We'll talk about I'm that. Sorry. We'll talk
1: about that after we talk about the game. But what the what
0: what happened Okay, we'll Colts? get to it then, but the Colts just shat the bed. This was the first game where Brissett actually had a good game and they lost. They couldn't I'm, run I mean, the ball.
1: They couldn't run the ball. They stopped the Raiders completely stopped the run. Mac Mac didn't yeah, look healthy, Mac was to be honest, but
0: Mac looked like he had nothing Nothing going for him whatsoever. Nothing.
1: They completely shut down the run. Brissett played well. No, I mean, 20, he did. He had two hundred sixty-five yards, three touchdowns, had one interception. Mac, yeah, he averaged just around. Mac was awful. I mean, he averaged three, three and a half yards. They just didn't go to him enough. I don't know. That defense had the de- What do you call it's out? Right, um, Darius Leonard, right? Yes. Yeah, he was out. I don't know. That Col- the Colts team is I think the Colts team is legit but maybe Gruden just had the Raiders ready to play.
0: Well, there's a big pick six pick six on um pick sex. on Brissett in the four <laughs> in the fourth quarter that really fucked him over and that's I mean that was really the difference maker in the game is that he got picked for a touchdown. Yeah, that was a big, that was yeah, a big. the game exception. ends up being a touchdown and that was that that was a great win for the Raiders. Let's talk. That let's was talk tough about to swallow if, if you're a Colts fan.
1: Let's talk about Vontez birthday.
0: I'm so happy he was—I I think this—I don't know if this is, like— I don't know how it works with the NFL front office. Like, I don't know who makes these decisions. If it was, John—if it was uh Roger Goodell, I applaud you. Yeah, this is— Because a- this is one of the first good—actually, simply good moves you've made in a long time. I think time. he should
1: have—I thought he should have been kicked out of the league, to be quite honest.
0: Well, he pretty much—I his. I mean, he's not kicked out of the league. He can sign in the offseason with, with whoever he wants— Maybe even play for the Raiders again and play next year, but he's out for the year on one hit, and like people would think, oh, like I don't know this guy's track record. Um, one hit shouldn't lose you the whole season, right? No, this guy's been fined over four and a half million dollars in his career. He's been out countless amount of times for suspensions. Also been out for a suspension of PED use. This guy is a first ballot Hall of Fame gold jacket scumbag. If you watched this fucking play, you—I and, and, feel bad for Jack Doyle's family members. If I was watching this game and I was a Doyle, I would want to fucking murder Vontez Burfict. <laughs> no joke. Like the guy was doing absolutely nothing other than trying to take his fucking literally, head off.
1: He literally—I mean—he battery rammed his head. I, thats literally what it is. He went out
0: of his way to fucking crush his skull. And, then, and, and on top thank of that, God, Jack Doyle's fine. But this play could have ended both their careers. Aren't, like, that's what's so good about Goodell's, if it was Goodell, that's what's so good about his de- decision to cut him out for the rest of the year because every time Vontez perfect is on the field, an offensive player could be any one of the 11 guys, their careers and their livelihoods are in, are in jeopardy when he's on that field. It's ridiculous. Couldn't agree more. And
1: on top of that, to add fuel on the fire even more, he fucking ran off the field laughing. What is wrong with this fucking guy?
0: This guy he's he's a headcase and it, and it's and it's not anything new. He was one of the top-rated high school recruits you know out in California and he was coming out the same time that Matt Barkley was coming out and they and Matt Barkley has come out saying that he was going after my knee in high school. This guy's a headcase and I'm so glad for anyone playing the Raiders this year, I'm glad that Vontez Perfect isn't on the field anymore because any one of your offensive players could have gone down at any moment. can agree more. Next we got, this is a quick one, Chargers at Dolphins. They covered, we told you they'd cover. The, the only fucking, time the Dolphins the have Dolphins a Dolphins shot
1: are... this year when they play the Jets.
0: Honestly, if you're in a survivor pool, it is not a bad idea to just take the team that's playing the Dolphins every week.
1: Until they, Seriously. Until they play the
0: Jets. No, the Jets will. The Jets will have Darnold back no, by then. No, they won't. He's yes, they will. He's gonna be out for a while,
1: even longer. He's gonna be out way longer than people think. You can't risk that.
0: Well, no, I agree with you. But I mean, they're not playing them until Week Nine. I think he can come back well, by let's then. Let's talk
1: about. Let's talk about the Jets for a second. Forget the fucking Chargers, offense. Who gives a shit about that game? I don't think the It'll Jets are up. winning a game for a very long time. Can we just?
0: This was their best week so far, and there was a bye. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I don't think the Jets. Poor Jets fans out there. I, I don't think they're winning a game.
0: The goddamn Jets. They got
1: who do they have next week? They have the next Eagles. Next week they got the they got the Listen Eagles. Listen to the schedule: Eagles, Cowboys, Patriots, Jaguars. Those next four they're games, fucked. they're fu- they're
0: not winning a game. They're gonna start the. But then season. they actually have a decent schedule. Uh, they have a decent. They're gonna schedule
1: start to the, the game that, and, they're start the year zero and seven.
0: Oh, and seven. I feel bad for. I can't believe I'm saying this. Like, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but I feel bad for Le'Veon Bell. Jesus Christ. Where do you think? I mean, so many people could say that this is what he deserves after bailing on his team last year and like bailing out on all that money and bailing on the Steelers. But like, this dude is just a man among boys on his own roster. What do you it's think? What do you
1: think their first win? Where do you think their first win comes?
0: Do you uh, think they let's beat take the a look at their schedule.
1: They the do- in November. They play the Dolphins, Giants, Redskins, Raiders.
0: That's- their first, absolutely, their first win will come in week nine. They'll be zero and eight, and they'll go into into Miami, and they'll and they'll get a dub that week. I think that um, if Darnold's back, they could put up a good game against the Jaguars. I mean, like it depends on how ready he is at that point in time. If he's back next week, this game, the season's like. I'm not saying they'll make the playoffs. They're definitely not making the playoffs this year. It's over for them. But you can see some good games out of the Jets this year if Darnold comes back soon. Like, they're easily going to uh, beat I, the Dolphins in Miami if he comes I back. I wouldn't
1: rush him back at all. Why would you risk your fucking franchise quarterback to play on this bullshit team with a bullshit line, with a bullshit coach, in a bullshit season? Now you're going to start out own 7 Why would you risk that? It's
0: a lot of bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit.
1: It's a lot of bullshit.
0: So we got the uh, Seahawks at the Cardinals. Seahawks, this game was pretty much over um, right from the start. Um Weird stat. It's I don't have the specific stat, but I know that this was the first time a first overall pick, pick sixth, a first overall pick since the mid nineties. Jadevion Clowney picked off Kyler Murray, twenty-seven yard interception return for a touchdown, hmm. and the game was pretty much over at that point. It was ten nothing at that point. Um, Kyler Murray did not have a very good game. Um, and it's not really his fault, like he got sacked four times. Like what 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 do we say coming into the season? <laughs> I, it, it, this is just such a bad narr- narrative for these offensive lines with good mobile quarterbacks this year so far. Like, I mean, this is just fucking
1: crazy. He's going to be good, though. When you put a good team around him, they're going to be dangerous.
0: Yeah, he had a rushing touchdown, and he was effective on the ground, too. He creates um, And he, he had 241 that, yards. He's very but, similar.
1: Um, he's so similar to Russell Wilson, it's scary.
0: Yeah. So that's pretty much all we got for that game. That was, you know, nothing really crazy. Everyone expected the Seahawks to win, um, and they pretty much blew him out vikings at bears this is well, an let's interesting talk about this game one. this was a game and it's like trubisky
1: goes out first three minutes Oh my god! dislocates his shoulder his left shoulder i think he tears his labrum as well poor bastard chase daniel comes in actually looks way better than mitch trubisky and we're just talking about the bears here first we'll get to the vikings what a shit show they are the, the Vikings. and like we we'll get to the Vike. we we'll get to the, let's so, talk Like Bears, let's everyone talk was Bears talking first. about talk
0: Thielen. First. Did you hear Thielen's comments yeah, no, after no, the let's game? Let's
1: talk Bears first. though. Let's focus on the Bears. The Bears deserve our attention. That defense is dangerous. Want to talk about dangerous? it's the best, team. It's, it's Bain- it's the best defense in football by far. It is far. dangerous. Their defense is dangerous. They're gonna have a nickname. They're they're competing with the Patriots. I don't know. They're, we have some of the two of the best defenses that we've ever seen in our lives this year, in my opinion.
0: They are scary. I don't I, good. don't. I think the Patriots are very good. I don't think they're nearly as good as the Bears defense. Really? I really do. Like this Bears defense just shuts teams down. Like it, they don't have a chance. This is like this is how good the Bears defense is. Is that Mitch Trubisky has sucked this year, and they're and they're cruising. They're 3-1, and one, and their only loss came in a game where they gave up 10 points to Aaron Rodgers. I
1: think Chase Daniels... They're playing awesome. I think Daniels gives him a way better chance to win because you know he's not going to turn the ball over, really. And that's all you need out of a quarterback on that team. Just be a manager of the football. Be a game manager. I
0: agree with you. They, and I think that Chase Daniels is a much more legitimate throwing option, which is what they need.
1: I agree. Like If they were in... See, now, if they were in... The, NF, the AFC, they have no shot at getting the Super Bowl because of the Patriots and and the Chiefs just because you, you wouldn't be able to outscore them. But there's nobody really that they're going to have to outscore in the NFC to get. I mean, maybe the Rams, but you could see that get, being a defensive battle on both sides. So, I don't know. They have a good shot. If if their quarterback can just be solid, they have a really good shot of, of making it, I think. Let's get to the Vikings. Bears defense is for real. It's a, it's a Super Bowl. It's a... It's a Super Bowl defense.
0: The Vikings defense played very well as well. They shut down the Bears offense, and the Vikings offense was terrible. And Adam Thielen came in out out after the game saying stuff about the offense. And I actually heard comments about Thielen's comments before I actually heard what Thielen said. And I thought, based on what people were saying, I would have thought Thielen said, oh, this whole team sucks, the offense sucks, the quarterback sucks. He didn't really say anything that bad. All he said was, It's getting obvious that we're going to run the ball with what he called the best running back in football and Dalvin Cook. And he's saying that they're going to need to throw the ball effectively, too, if they're going to want to win games. I I don't think he said anything out of line. I don't even think he said anything really indicting to Kirk Cousins. He said their passing game has to be there. If they want to win games, and it wasn't, it's not like he's saying, "Hey, Kirk, pick it the fuck up." He's also talking about his his whole offense. Look, I agree. that's what he said. He didn't say our quarterback needs to be better. He said he said his offense.
1: I don't know. I disagree. I agree with what he said, but that was as close of a of a shot at your quarterback that you'll ever see in the NFL. I've never seen anything like that. You don't do that in
0: public. You you go. Dude, up- Brandon Marshall. Brandon Marshall used to say his quarterback sucked. He wanted to play for different know. quarterbacks. I don't know. You
1: don't do that. That's not the worst. I don't know. That's one of the worst I've seen. I don't think. I don't think you do that in public. He ain't wrong though. Kirk Cousins looks awful. What have a we shit seen? Show. More of an talk overpaid about a quarterback. Sh- talk about one of the shittiest decisions a front office has ever made. They so let go bad. of Case Keenum and they signed Kirk Cousins for twenty-eight million dollars a year. What?
0: So bad.
1: Are you kidding it's me? So bad. That can't. He, first of all, he can't win a big game for. To save his life. Second of all, he can't throw the ball on the field. And that team has weapons. That offense should be way, way better than they than
0: they are. So you saw you saw how good their their defense was, and you saw how bad their offense was, scoring one touchdown, not converting for two on that, so only scoring six points in the game. Yeah. Their offense, this is this is their their three big guys accounted out for their contracts. Kirk Cousins, three years eighty four million dollars. Yeah. Stefan Diggs five years eighty one million dollars. Adam Thielen four years sixty four million dollars. That's over two hundred million dollars of just blowing money away to no passing game. Yeah, you gotta have a quarterback. The whole, the whole fuck. Like, could you imagine if that money was spent on an actual good quarterback or some other key pieces on their defense? That team is. That team. They'd is, be looking yeah, like they, they they'd good. be looking like a Super Bowl team right now. It's it's much worse signing Kirk Cousins. than than drafting a bad quarterback. Because if you draft a bad quarterback, you're not paying him. I agree. Couldn't agree more. This is awful. I don't know what you saw in Kirk Cousins in Washington that made you think he could win a Super Bowl for you, but he's awful. I agree. He's he's, god-awful. He's he's god-awful. On to Jacksonville. um, Gardner fucking Minshew, man. (laughs) Gardner fucking Minshew. This guy is just a lightning bolt. He is. If you, uh, this this looks like a normal stat line of 19 for 33, 213 passing yards, and, and two touchdowns. The guy was sacked five times. the The Broncos were controlling the defensive line. They were controlling the line of scrimmage, and he still managed to throw two touchdowns. And he played his ass off. He was constantly under pressure. He constantly was cool as a cucumber under pressure. he just got intense, and he played man. great. He got intense. And how about and how about Leonard Fournette?
1: Leonard Fournette,
0: what a Over fucking day! Yeah. Two hundred and twenty-five yards on twenty-nine attempts. That's seven point eight yards a carry. He had an eighty-one yard touchdown run. No, there wasn't a touchdown run actually, but it was an eighty-yard, eighty-one yard run. Three total touchdowns for Fournette, and he let Armstead get a touchdown as well. I don't know.
1: This Minshew has Minshew has the intangibles, man. He has the intangibles.
0: He's When you play like Minshew, you open up the run game. Minshew opened up everything for the Jaguars. He's not the most talented guy, but
1: shit. It's those intangibles. I said it about 18 times, but it's those intangibles. They
0: are you they are s- gonna be good. You can see how cool like it shows you. You don't have to be nope. the most talented player in football to be effective. Not at all. Like, Gardner Minshew's just... He's, he's
1: accurate. He anticipates he's in, a, throws, he's in a ham...
0: And he's just a leader. And he keeps the play he's alive. He's just throwing the ball all over the field. He's getting everyone involved. He looks like he's 10 years in the league and He's a rookie.
1: If they got an absolute steal in the sixth round. That's all I gotta say.
0: Absolute steal. I mean, it's not even. And he's turning. It's he's not turning not even into an pro- American. Like, who would have thought that it's hero. not even a problem that Foles is is out? How many? This how time. many?
1: What does he have to go for him to turn into an American hero? He's already kind of becoming an American hero. What does he got? I mean, we, make we the have playoffs? we have
0: high standards for an American hero. I think he's got to win a Super Bowl to get there. No, no, no. But the fact the fact that he's playing his ass off with this. Poor offense in front of him. Really, he's all he's only got Fournette. He doesn't really have receiving threats too much. I mean, he's making something out of DJ Chark this year. D.D. Westbrook's not much. He's got O'Shaughnessy as his tight end. He doesn't really have much around him. He's he's playing his ass. He's
1: on his way to becoming an American
0: hero. Why would you say that? I agree. If he saves a life, maybe. That's that's another thing that could get him on there. I agree. That's uh, that's week two. That's week four for you for football. Um, we got I, well, I have, playoff wait, I baseball coming up.
1: I have something to say before we talk some baseball. I got. We're gonna start a new segment each each episode. We're gonna have a speech. It is locker room talk for all I, for all we know. We're gonna have a speech, and this week my speech. Imagine this. Imagine Roger Goodell in the locker room right now. I'm speaking straight to you, Roger, face to face, face to face, Roger. You made a good decision with Burfeit. I'll give you that. However, you have got to figure out these calls that the referees are making. You got to figure it out. First of all, they they're making horrible calls. But second of all, this rule, this pass interference challenging.
0: What the heck? I don't understand it. This is a fire up speech you got here, Pip. Jesus. I'm t- <laughs> what's what's wrong?
1: Pause the speech. Pause oh the speech. God. What's wrong? What? What? You, What's your comment so far?
0: You're trying to pump people up and get the, the listeners fucking amped, and you're saying, I mean, what the heck and gosh darn over here, guy?
1: <laughs> uh, we're going to resume the speech. You can throw shade whenever you want. Roger. Okay. Roger. You got to call up your referees. Call up whoever's working in the fucking office in New York and say, look, If a fucking coach challenges a pass interference call and it's actually pass interference when you look at it, to fucking flip and reverse the call. Roger, I don't understand it. Roger, fix it. You're on a first-name
0: basis now. That's good to hear. Fix
1: it, Roger. Fix it. Roger!
0: I mean, I'm kind of with you. Uh, I think it's pretty bad that there are so many challenges for pass interference, and pretty much none of them are going their coach's way when they're right. I just don't I mean, Ron, really it's, it's agree not with even, the whole it's thing. Not even,
1: it's not even funny. I mean, you clear, when a coach challenges it, there's some some plays that are clearly pass interference, and they're not being reversed. What the, What's the point of the rule? It slows the I game down. The flow is, gets thrown off completely. Coaches waste a time out. I mean, it's just god-awful.
0: I agree with you. God awful. Um, it's time to get fired up about something else. That is playoff baseball. It's our time. It starts time, tomorrow. Buddy. It starts tomorrow. We you can officially start caring about baseball once again. We got Brewers at Nationals tomorrow. I think that we have only done football betting so far, but if you've got money, throw it on Max Scherzer. He's pitching at home against a Yelichless Milwaukee Brewers. I didn't even know who was starting this game going into it, and then I'm finding out it's Brandon Woodruff, who's actually not had an awful year. He's thrown, he's got a three six two ERA, but he's no Max Scherzer. He's no Max Scherzer, and he's gonna. I can't see him coming away with a win against Max Scherzer and the Nationals in Washington. If you got money, throw it on the Nationals here. This seems like about as much of a luck as you can get in wild card baseball as they come.
1: I don't know. I don't bet. However, I'm an NCAA athlete. I do not bet. However, Jesus. if I were to bet money, let's say I'm gonna put some spoons down on a game. I think I take the. I think I take the Brewers, man. The Brewers are hot.
0: Watch out. Want to throw a nice friendly bet on this, The eh? Brewers are hot. Not not for money, because you know clearly you're in the NCAA, and anyone in the NCAA hierarchy that's listening to this, you know, we clearly. He doesn't bet for money, you know, so don't suspend him or anything like that. But would you like to make a personal bet on this one? What are, what are we talking about? You tell me. I usually make up the ganders. So uh, why don't you make up something for this one? How many runs are you giving me?
1: I'm not giving you shit. Okay, we'll, talk, we'll talk about it another time. I'm going Brewers, though.
0: No, the people want to know what we're betting on here. You're taking the Brewers. I'm taking the Nationals. We'll go Jersey. We always do Jersey. Let's do a Jersey. Fuck it. Yeah, but it's such in your favor. Well, you're so confident the Brewers are going to win. What the fuck's All the problem? I have
1: Gaston. I have Gastonias. Yes. I'm taking the Brewers.
0: All right. Um. Yeah, if, I mean, like, if you want to, if you want to wager in something else, how about this? Who you-, you get me a Max Scherzer jersey <laughs> if the Nationals win, and I can get you any jersey you want if the Brewers win. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, fair. All right. Um. So then, the game after that on Wednesday, we got Rays at Athletics. The Athletics haven't even come out with their official starter yet. The Rays are obviously going with Charlie Morton, who, even though he didn't have a great second half of the year, he was still a Cy Young finalist. He had a three hundred five ERA for the year. I think this is this is going to be a much better game than the um, than the Nationals versus Brewers. I really don't know who's going to win this one. It's one. I think game, the A's are,
1: It's one game. Anything. Can that's what's happen. so tough Anything about it. I happen. really
0: do think. Even without knowing who the A's starter is, I still got to go with the A's in that one. I think I think it really just comes down to the home team and who's playing hot in the second half of the year. If you remember, the A's a couple weeks ago just sweeped the shit out of the Houston yeah, Astros. As, I was
1: gonna say, as a Yankee fan, I'm rooting for the I'm rooting for the A's. I think the A's. Well, they didn't sweep
0: them. Actually, they won the series. They won three. Out yeah, of but four. I think the A's they lost the first one. They I won believe the, last the three, A's but...
1: had a winning record against the Astros this year. So I'm praying to the to the good Lord up there that the A's sneak in, they beat the Astros in the ALDS, and yes, no, I know, I know, I know the Twins are no joke. However, I pray to the good Lord that the A's can somehow beat the Astros because I do not think the Yankees. Obviously, I believe that they could beat them, but I don't think. In my brain, I do not think that they could actually beat the Astros. I don't think they could do it.
0: Wouldn't that be something?
1: What if they? Wouldn't that the be absolutely
0: something? If it's Yankees, Twins, A's, Astros, A's beat the Astros, they play the Yankees in the ALCS? That's
1: how you know it would just be meant to be. Uh, like you that know, would yeah. just
0: be an ace and then a jack. Your first thousand dollar, thousand dollar blackjack hand. That would just be a phenomenal output in this American League you series. You never know. That baseball is baseball unbelievable. Man, You never
1: know what could happen in baseball.
0: You really do never know. Look at look at the record. If anyone listening right now doesn't know the record for most wins in a season, it is the 2001 Seattle Mariners. They had 116 wins that year, I believe. It was either 116 or 118. They beat out the 1998 Yankees for most wins in a season. They got dropped in the first round in the ALDS to none other than than the New York Yankees. Yep. Shit happens in baseball. the The Astros have the most amount of wins in in, in the league this year. They have 107 wins. They were incredible this year. They're a very balanced team. They play great defense. They have great pitching. They have great hitting. But you never know. You never I mean, know. there's a reason. There's a reason that the Athletics have a winning record we against.
1: We shall them see. We shall see. That's gonna wrap it up for this episode. We're gonna be back with the three Pizans, and we got a uh, we got an Irishman. Well, he's half Italian, so maybe we could call him a Paisan. We'll see. We got a half Irishman.
0: Half I'm Italian. half Irish. You're Fuck half you. Irish
1: too, but you got an you got an Aquino. You got the O. Oh, you got the vowel at the end of the last name.
0: Chris uh, Pinnell will be vowel joining to us for start and vowel to end, baby. Chris Pinnell. Fuck yeah. Chris
1: Pinnell. Chris Pinnell.
0: He's got 25. Uh, he's got 25 Italian pais- Paisan in him.
1: He's got. No, his- I think
0: the rest is is blonde boy German, and I think there's no, a little Irish. No, I don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: Ellen is Ellen's maiden name is Tucci. Is she really? Yeah. <laughs> I Chris Pinnell know is the whitest kid you'll ever meet. Shout out Ellen Pinell. Ellen, Ellen Tucci. That's gonna wrap it up. Adios, folks. Adios.
0: Take it easy. Peace.